Um, this was the only way I could uh, in life appear to be a wise man of any sort. So um, it's only an outer garment. Um, but what will happen is during uh, our time together, uh, the children will help me act out uh, that account of Jesus' birth. We're going to sing a few of our favorite carols. Um, we're going to hear some uh, readings from the Bible. And uh, we're going to hear about the message of Christmas. So please don't worry at all if uh, it's noisy. And uh, don't worry if the children are riotous. Um, as long as they're having fun, uh, that's uh, what matters. I'm going to say a prayer um, because it'll be a great thing if uh, through all this happy chaos, God blessed us with understanding something more of why Jesus is such great news. So let's, uh, let's bow our heads and we'll start by praying together. Father in heaven, thank you so much for this special time of Christmas. Thank you so much for the Lord Jesus. Thank you that you're here with us now by your spirit. Please would we have lots of fun together, but most of all, would we learn something about why Jesus is such good news, and we pray it for his name's sake. Amen. Well, can anyone tell me, children, what town, it's only a little one, was Jesus born in? Shout it out. Bethlehem, that's right. And our first carol, our first song is about the little town of Bethlehem where Jesus was born because he was promised by God to be born in Bethlehem 500 years before Mary was even pregnant. Uh, The words for the carols will appear here. If you'd uh, like some words in your hand, uh, there are a few sheets at the back that David will hand out to you. But otherwise, the words are on the screen. Let's stand to sing O Little Town of Bethlehem. Thank you. 
sit down and Dan is going to come and bring us our first reading from the Bible where we learn about Mary and Joseph and why they went to Bethlehem. Okay so the first uh, reading will be from Luke chapter 2. In those days Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world. This was the first census that took place while Quirinius was governor of Syria. And everyone went to their own town to register. So Joseph also went up from the town of Nazareth in Galilee to Judea, to Bethlehem, the town of David, because he belonged to the house and line of David. He went there to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. While they were there, the time came for the baby to be born, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no guest room available for them. Thanks very much, Dan. So, we've got Mary and Joseph going to Bethlehem. So, I need some Mary and Josephs. How many Marys have we got? Who's being Mary today? Okay, come, come, you want to come with me? And I need a donkey. I saw a donkey. We've got a Joseph. We've got a Joseph. Okay. It's quite, you're, we're out, no, Mary's, now, who's, I saw someone who dressed up as a donkey for me. Come here, donkey. We're going, so we're, we're going to go all the way from Nazareth to Bethlehem. Yeah, this is the way. You're going to follow me? This is the way you're going to come? This way? This way? Okay, the donkey. Do you think you should lead the way, donkey? Yeah, okay, let's go. This way. So it's a long way. Do you know that from Nazareth to Bethlehem is something like sort of 40 miles? It's a long way to walk. Yeah? And they had to go all the way there. And Mary's going to have a baby. Do you think that was going to be a hard or an easy thing to do? Yeah. Do you think it's going to be hard? Yeah, she must have got very tired all the way to Bethlehem. Do you know why they had to go to Bethlehem? That's because they had to go to Joseph's hometown. Yeah, hello, Eden. Okay, this way. Oh, let's go. Now, I hope there's a, I hope there's a spot in a hotel for us when we get there. Do you think we're going to be? Do you think we're going to find a place in the hotel? So Mary and Joseph, just wait. Do you think we're going to find a place in the hotel? Did Mary and Joseph get to stay in a hotel? No, they didn't. Did they get get to stay in a nice guest bedroom? No. Where did they have to stay? A stable. Do you want to come? Should we go into the stable? Do you come and sit down? So can I have... Do you want to come and sit here? Shall we put all Mary's behind the crib? There you go, guys. Joseph? I've lost my Joseph. Do you want to come and sit here? No, it's a bit scary. Would you like to sit behind there as well? You can see... 
one Joseph with three Marys in his life, you'd think it's a little bit scary. (laughs) There's only so much a man can take. Now, do you know what? We read that and we think, oh, that's just the normal Christmas story. But, but if you knew who Luke was talking about, who, who the first half of the Bible, the Old Testament, said was going to come, you'd think this was amazing. Because the first half of the Bible said that the, the baby who was going to be born in Bethlehem would be a king. In fact, he would be the Lord God himself coming to visit his people. Now, um, who's got visitors coming at Christmas time? Have you? Who's coming? Who's got any granny or grandpas coming at Christmas time? Anyone? Yeah? Any aunts and uncles? Yeah, got visitors coming at Christmas time? Looking forward to them to come? Yeah? And when people come and they're special, do we put on special food and we have a special time? Yeah? But, but the amazing thing at Christmas time is that God came to visit us. He, he so wants us to know him that he came to live amongst us in the person of his son Jesus because Jesus is God with us I think I've got Tony a little picture there and the words God with us the first thing we see about Christmas time is God has come so that we might know him God with us and if you're here this evening you think well I don't know God that's why Christians say the beginning and ending of knowing God is looking into the person of Jesus Christ Because he is God come so that you might know him, God with us. Now we're going to sing another carol now. It's a a favorite carol. We've got it. Does anyone know what this type of food trough is called? That animal feeding trough. What do we call that? Anyone know? Yes, a manger. That's right. So what carol do you think we could sing with the word manger in it? Away in a manger. I think that's a sitting down singing sort of carol, don't you? It's a sort of quiet sitting down singing. So let's sing Away in a Manger together.
some help. We're going to have our next Bible reading from Heather now, but I need to collect together. Have we got any shepherds here today? Anyone a shepherd? And I need some angels. Have we got any angels here? Have we got any angels? So shepherds and angels, where should we put you? So shepherds, come and sit down here. Sit down here, shepherds. And angels, come here. Bronwyn, I need an angel here. Come and stand here, angels. Bronwyn, stand here. Angels, stand here this way, because you've got to scare some shepherds. I need some big, come on lovely angels. Oh, what a beautiful heavenly chorus. You will look here at the shepherds. Shepherds sit down here. Wow. This is like the whole sky was full of angels. We've got almost enough angels. Chloe, I love you. You want to come and be an angel? Yeah, you can be an angel too. Yeah, you are, yeah. You can, there you go. You can turn around. Hello, Chloe, my love. The blue angel. Heather, can you do our Bible reading now? And listen, because you've got, you are in this Bible reading and the shepherds are in this Bible reading too. Yeah, let's see what happens when Jesus is born to some shepherds. <laughs> there we go. Oh, it's another lovely angel. Look at that. You're on. You go for it, Heather. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over their flocks at night. An angel of the Lord appeared to them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all the people. Today, in the town of David, a Savior has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in cloths, lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of the heavenly host appeared with the angel, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest heaven, and on earth peace to those on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. So they hurried off, and found Mary and Joseph and the baby who was lying in the manger. When they had seen him, they spread the word concerning what they had been told about this child, and all who heard it were amazed at what the shepherd said to them. But Mary treasured up all these things and pondered them in her heart. The shepherds returned glorifying and praising God for all the things they had heard and seen, which were just as they had been told. Thank you, Heather. So, guys, what the angel appeared. Can anyone remember what, who did the angel say had been born? Today, a... Baby. Jesus was born. It was a baby. Do you know what he was called? Jesus. Jesus. Jesus yeah. And Jesus. Jesus, that's right. And he's called... Christ the Lord in Bethlehem. And what did the shepherds do? What did you do, shepherds? What did you do when you heard the news? You weren't told everyone, but first you went to check that it was true. So we probably could. We're going to use what's commonly called poetic license because I think the angels better come to the stable as well. Okay? It's a choice between stable and heaven, and we're going to go to the stable. Okay? So, guys, shepherds, come with me. We're going to go. We're going to go. We're going to go the long way around. Let's go. Let's go. Let's come on, angels. Let's go. 
Follow me, angels. Oh, Chloe, my love, would you like me to carry you? Yeah, you come here. Here we go, Chloe, you can come. Oh, let's go. That's right. Come on, my little angel. Come on. Here we go. Everyone, shepherd's following. Let's go and find the stable. Okay, here we go. Round here. Off we go. Chloe might break into a little course of let it go while we arrive. Here we go. Look at this. Back down here. Have I still got... Oh, look at my heavenly chorus. I've got an enormous heavenly chorus here. <laughs> the skies are filled with don't trip over Santa as we arrive. Okay. There you go, shepherds. Where should we sit? You look over here. I think shepherds and angels we need in this side here because there are so many of you. There we go. Do you want to sit down here, Chloe? You sit down with, you sit down with Bronwyn or sit down here at the front? There you are, my good girl. Okay, shepherds, you're going to come sit, back, sit here? Do we have any sheep or cows? We've, no, we haven't got any sheep or cows here, have we? One of the wise men came by plane, arrived early. Any sheep or cows? Do you want to come sit in the... Do you want to, no, it's okay, you can stay there. It's okay, my love. So, the angel said, good news. Today, in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now, we've seen that Jesus, being born in a manger, teaches us that God comes to be with us. So we can know him. And if we want to know about what God is like, we need to look at the person of Jesus. But the second thing we see is that the shepherds, hearing that he is a saviour, teaches us that God is for us. God is for us. You see, the amazing thing is, children, when you have people come to your house tomorrow, like your family and things, yeah, you, 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 what, if, if when you're, you're at lunch, you're eating... And Granny's sitting there, and you didn't pay her any attention at all. Would that be a nicer or a nasty thing? Would it be nasty to ignore Granny? Yeah. Can you imagine sitting there, and Granny, Granny, you don't pay her any attention at all? Or say, 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 Aunt, Auntie Flo comes, and you, you open the door. It's Auntie Flo. You think, oh, I don't fancy Auntie Flo. I don't want to see her anymore. And you shut the door. That'd be rude. But that's the way the Bible says we all treat God. He wants to be with us for us to know Him. But we we don't want to know him. We we shut him out of our lives. But even though we're like that, God is for us. He he comes to rescue us so that we can be friends with him. Uh, You see, Jesus didn't stay a baby, did he? He grew up and he lived a perfect life. And the Bible teaches us that he lived that perfect life for us so that he could then take that perfect life to a cross and die in our place so that we can be forgiven for the way that we treat the God who wants to be with us. So God is with us, and God is for us. Jesus is the Savior who is born. Now we're going to sing another carol now, and the carol is While Shepherds Watch. We've got some good shepherds here. They're flocks by night. Hi, Eden. So we stand to sing While Shepherds Watch.
sit down. So just, Gareth is going to come up now and bring us our third Bible reading. But we've seen that Christmas and the Christmas story teaches us that God comes to be with us. Uh, but, but actually, we don't want God in our lives. We, we shut him out. We ignore the one who's made us, who's shown his love for us. But the amazing news is that God comes to be with us as our saviour, our rescuer. He comes to live the perfect life in the person of Jesus and die our death in our place at the cross so that we can have that friendship, that relationship with God restored. Now, how are we going to react to the person of Jesus? Well, as we listen to our, our last Bible story and we hear about three magi or wise men, we'll see how some people reacted to Jesus. This is Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 12. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed and all Jerusalem with him. When he had called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of law, he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly, and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child. 
As soon as you find him, report to me so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place where the child was. When they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and they bowed down and worshipped him. Then they opened their treasures and presented him with gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, they returned to their country by another route. Thank you. So have I got some wise men? Are there any wise men or some kings? I need to, guys, here you go. Some wise men here. Okay, now the great thing is, do you know, I said there were three, but actually the Bible doesn't say how many there were. So there could have been loads. How many have got? One, two, three, four, five, Lana, six. James is seven, but I think he's going to, yeah. The wise man, James, do you want to come with me? Or you can just wander around. Just wander around. Shall we go? And we've got a lovely camel for the wise men to rise, raise, ride on. Now you guys had the furthest to come. It could have taken you maybe months to get to Jesus. So should we go on a long journey? Which way should we go? Should we go this way? Because you came... Which way is east? Right. Let me think. That way is east. So let's come from the east. Let's go this way. Follow me, wise men. You saw... What did you see? You saw um, an email? A star. Okay, you saw a star in the east. Okay, we're going to follow that. Okay, just careful. Jensen, take Imi slowly around the corners. Okay, here we go. In the east. And you journey for a long, long time. Yeah. Many months. And what gifts have you got? What have you got? To, what are you going to give the baby? You got gold? Myrrh. Anyone got any frankincense? No? Okay, come on, wise men. Whew. Ooh. Okay. Good girl, Lana. What a lovely, wise girl. Here we go. Here we come. Hey, look, here's the baby Jesus. Look at that. Who's going to put your gifts down? And can you sit on this side here? And Camel, can you, do you think you can sit with your wise men? That's lovely. Oh, and you've got... Yeah, put the gifts down there. Lana, are you going to come and sit down here, my love? Look at that. Now... If you are a poor baby born in a stable, do you, think it's, do, you, do you think it's normal that very, very rich people come a long way to see you when you're born? No. No, that's Jesus is the safe answer to almost every question I ask. That is right. No. So it was amazing that these wise men traveled from such a long way away to come and give special presents to Jesus. They saw that he was God's special king come to rescue his people. Now, I wonder what you think the best present you've ever had is. What would make a really good present? I guess there are three things that would make a, a really good present for you. For some people, it'll be the most expensive present. So tomorrow, maybe you'll open a present and you'll think, whoa, they really like me. This cost a pretty penny. Yeah, it, it'll be a very expensive present. For some people, it'll be the present you, you need the most. You'll think, oh, at last, I've wanted that for so long. It's just what I, I need. It's going to make my life so much easier. Or, or for some people, the present you think shows the most love. Maybe, maybe back in June, you hinted at this present. And actually, 
he remembered the hint. He loves you enough to care, and he's remembered that hint, and he's bought you the present, the present that shows the most love. Well, there'll never be a present that is more expensive, more needed, or shows more love than the present of Jesus. It's because nothing will ever cost as much as God has paid for us in giving us his one and only son, his son who went to die on a cross for us. Nothing is needed for any person in the world more than a friendship with the God who's made them, a relationship of love with him, the one you were created to know and to enjoy, not just now, but through death and forever and ever and ever into eternity. And therefore, nothing demonstrates love more than the gift of the Lord Jesus uh, for all those who come and trust in him. And the question for all of us is, how will we respond to that? Because in the reading that Gareth read, there were two lots of people, weren't there? There were the wise men, and they went and they worshipped Jesus. They bowed down and gave him great gifts. But there was another king. Does anyone know who was the other king in the reading? The Gareth read. He wasn't the wise men. He was King King Herod. King Herod. And did he like Jesus? No. King Herod didn't like Jesus. In fact, King Herod so much didn't like Jesus, he thought life would be a lot easier without Jesus around. So he got rid of him. That's what he tried to do anyway. But he didn't succeed. And for all of us, we can either be like those wise men and worship Jesus, or we can be like King Herod. I've got to be careful here. I've got to be attacked. We'd be like King Herod and want to get rid of Jesus. And I guess that's the question I have for you this Christmas time. With, with the most expensive and the most needed and the most loving gift that anyone has ever offered you, will you be like a wise man and worship him? Or are you like King Herod and basically want to get rid of him uh, for the rest of the year? What will you do with that gift of Jesus? Well... Tony, can I have up my next slide, please? And the one after that? Here are the three things we've seen. Born in a manger to show us that God is with us. He wants to know us. To die on a cross because God came to save us. And lastly, a crown because he's God to rule over us. Will we worship him? Okay, we've got everyone in here, all to the stable. Now, do you think we can give out now our Christingles? Don't move. Yeah, stay there. Stay. No, you stay there. We'll bring them. I need my helpers, my happy helpers here. Children, I reckon the safe thing is we probably, I think, will take hmm, back to parents, I think, for the Christingle. Do you think, parents? I think, yeah. Armed with cocktail sticks and sweets, I think we'll go back to our parents. Okay, guys, can you go back to your parents now for me? Thank you so much indeed in helping me tell our story. And here we go, Christingle Handers Outers. Let me give you a box. Are you okay with that? Okay, back, back to your parents. Back to your parents. Here we go, Imi. Imi, do you want to come? Imi, your daddy doesn't care enough, but I'll take you back. Just abandon there. There you go. Okay, and I just need one of these as well. Can I take one as well, please?
How are we doing? There's probably enough for adults to have one as well. So Dan, I think we can give them out to adults as well. Guys, what we don't want is 39 rotting oranges. So feel free to take one. Has everyone got one? There's almost no chance of me explaining this before the sweets have been eaten. Everyone got one? There's lots more, there's lots more. There's no shortage. Yeah, do grab one, grab. Okay, how are we doing on handing them out? Okay, we've got lots more here. So let's, let's go, come on. Let's have some on the front row, grab some here. There's, we've got hundreds of these. There you go, you've not had jelly babies for years. So they're awful for your teeth, do grab some. Do grab another one. Well held, well held. Good catch, Heather. There we are, good catch, you okay? Okay, guys, let me, can you hold your Christingle? Can you hold this orange? Let me just explain to you. Let me explain to you how this orange. Okay. Here we go, everyone listening? Let me explain to you how this orange teaches us about God with us, God for us, and God over us. So the orange itself represents the world we live in a world that God has made. And the candle represents Jesus. Jesus called himself the light of the world. And it reminds us that God is with us, that, that God came to be with us in the person of his son, Jesus, that we might know him. That the red band around the middle of the orange reminds us that God is for us. It reminds us that Jesus went to a cross to die so that the fact that we've ignored and rejected God well, that could be dealt with as Jesus died in our place. It's red to remind us of his blood shed at the cross. And people say lots of things about the sweets and what they remind us of and what they might not remind us of. But today, I think what I'd like you to remember about the sweets is they look quite like, don't they, the jewels you might get in a crown, all sticking up around the edge. And so I think they'd be good to remind us that God is over us. He, he's the king. And the question is, will we worship him? like the wise men did, or will we reject him like Herod did? So God with us, the light of the world, God for us, the red band reminding us that Jesus died for us, and the crown, God is over us. Parents, you'll be very glad to know we have no intention of lighting these. But I, I can see that uh, the, even the parents who have them are eating the sweets at a rate of knots. What I'm going to do is I'm going to say a prayer and then we're going to sing one last carol together.
So, here we go. Let's try and uh, shut our eyes, bow our heads, and I'm going to say a prayer thanking God for Christmas time and especially for his son, the Lord Jesus. So let's bow our heads and say a prayer. Thank you so much, loving Heavenly Father, that the first Christmas, your son came to be with us and was born as the man Jesus. Thank you, therefore, we can know you personally. Thank you so much, our Heavenly Father, that Jesus was born to save us, that you are for us. Even though we reject you, even though we're not for you, you sent him to grow up and to die on a cross so we could be forgiven and be friends with you. Thank you that you love us so much. You're for us. And our Father, thank you the Lord Jesus is your King, that he is over us. Now please help us this Christmas time to really think about whether he's our king, whether we've accepted the most expensive, the most needed, the most loving present ever, the present of Jesus, whether we're like the wise men in worshipping him. Please help us to be like them, our Father, this Christmas time. For Jesus' name's sake, amen. Well, this is the nation's favourite carol. Anyone like to hazard a guess? Oh, we've put the words up already. This apparently is our favourite carol, so let's stand to sing Silent Night together. Or, as you might say now with your sweet Charlotte Nort, go and see lots of people. Through your wine gums, try and sing the carol.
Please do sit down. So, grown-ups, there's a, hopefully on your chair or close by an envelope like this. And within the envelope are a number of things that uh, we'd love you to take away and to think about uh, here at uh, Chesapeake Evangelical Church. Um, you might want to uh, come back uh, tomorrow for our Christmas morning service at 10.30. I like today, it'll be child-friendly, though I won't be dressed up quite like this. And it'll be an opportunity to think more about that best present ever, the Lord Jesus Christ. Maybe you've got questions that you want answered about the Christian faith. And in the new year, we have a, a series of services aimed at answering people's big questions. Well, we'd love to see you at one of those uh, in the new year. Uh, we also regularly here at the church uh, put on discussion groups where you can come and ask your question in an, an informal way uh, about the person of Jesus. Y- you won't be made to, to say anything, you won't be put on the spot, but, but there's nothing that you can't ask us. And you'll find in the envelope a card about one of those. And we'd like to give you a, a little present this Christmas time. And uh, in a moment, we're serving uh, refreshments, uh, mince pies as usual. Um, at this time of year, you can never have too many mince pies mince pies this time of year and uh, drinks but on the way out we'd love you to take one of these little blue books uh, which is about the message of Christmas uh, because Jesus is the best gift ever and we'd love you to think more throughout the rest of the year uh, why Jesus would be a great person for you to know yourself so do take one of those on the way out thank you so much for coming I'm going to say a final closing prayer. Let's bow our heads for a closing prayer. May the peace of God which passes all understanding guard your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his son Jesus Christ our Lord. And may this Christmas time the blessing of God the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be with you now and forevermore. Amen. Refreshments will be served now.